Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and this week we are going to be talking holiday bonuses. Uh, It seems that this time of year, that is uh, an idea that is on everyone's mind. Uh, And so to do that, I have brought on Brooke Weglars. Hi, Brooke. Hi. How are you? I am good. How are you? Doing well. So um, Brooke is the owner and creator of Nanny Council. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a fantastic resource for all nannies. Uh, you write incredible articles, Brooke. I love them. Thank you. Um, they're very helpful to me. Uh, and I often find myself on your website researching for uh, when I do episodes about things. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, let's just go to the source and <laughs> get you on here. Awesome. Um, so there is an article on nannycouncil.com um, about holiday bonuses. Uh, yes. that's geared more towards parents. Yes. Um, so if you are listening to this and want more information, uh, go read that. Or if you're listening to this and you just are listening to this, go read it. It's great. Do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that is a good place to start. But before we get into the holiday bonuses. Uh, Let's hear a little bit about your background and your journey as a nanny. Yeah. So um, I have been a nanny for almost 13 years. Wow. (laughs) And um, I started in college uh, because it was I had had done babysitting and um, I had worked at the YMCA actually as like a camp counselor group leader. And I uh, realized that I could work with one or two children and make more money than I was at the YMCA. And, you know, I enjoyed it. So I started doing it part time and that's how I got into it and then just kind of continued every year through college, um, doing that. And then had it, it was never, um, a long-term career plan for me. I always just thought that it was a way to 
get by, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, like I said, do it part-time while in school. Uh, and I, I liked it because it was flexible, it was fun, and like I said, it was pretty lucrative. Um, and then it was after I graduated college that I um, kind of realized that you could really make a career out of this. Um, I started researching jobs in bigger cities. I would look on the agency websites and look at the jobs um, in Los Angeles and New York and was, uh, yes, they're a higher cost of living city, but was seeing these really incredible positions with benefits and, you know, it was a legitimate job. Um, and so I made that my goal was to get one of those jobs. And so I ended up getting hired for a position in Los Angeles and I moved from Florida to LA and then that just continued my nanny career. Um, and then while I was nannying in LA, I went, um, I started grad school. Um, cause even though I was doing this, it still wasn't my long-term goal. It was just like a stop in between. And so I went to grad school, um, obtained my master's in clinical psychology with an emphasis on marriage and family therapy, um, and was planning on doing that, getting out of nannying and doing that. Um, and then when I was doing my, uh, internship as a therapist, um, I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would, uh, which is kind of devastating when you spend that much money on a degree and that much time. Um, but I, so I kind of continued nannying cause I enjoyed it more. Um, and then I just kind of somehow, I don't even really know how it came about. I just was, um, frustrated at a nanny position cause I had gotten it not through an agency and I was, I didn't advocate for myself well enough because I actually, even though I had been in the field for a while, didn't know all the laws and didn't know what I was entitled to. Um, because I had had agencies that had were thankfully good and did everything well for me. Right. Um, and I found myself in a little, you know, tight situation, uh, and was so frustrated that I decided I was going to write this blog post about it uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and call it nanny council because I was like, well, you know, I have my background in clinical psychology and, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. and, so, and so, um, and that's kind of how that was born oh, <laughs> and that's my gosh. where I am today. Um, I still, I'm, primarily doing, um, nanny council by writing blog posts, um, doing coaching. Um, we just started, you know, about six months ago doing nanny placements functioning Wonderful. as an agency. Um, but I still do some, uh, nannying on the side. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be with the little ones sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> so that's my background. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I always, think it's it's really interesting how people come to this profession and and their journey of when they let themselves admit that they <laughs> love it you know <laughs> and that it's something I'm going to keep doing I remember like my parents were always support supportive because uh -huh. um, I hear that a lot sometimes uh parents are telling you know nannies are saying that their parents are like when are you going to get a real job and stuff like mm -hmm. that um but my parents have always been really supportive and my mom's a teacher. And yeah. so, you know, teachers are so underpaid. And so my mom was always like, you make more money than me. So <laughs> you're clearly doing okay. Go for it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And yeah. and we have such an important job um, yeah. as well as teachers. I, yeah. 
I I was a teacher. My mom's a teacher. I respect yeah. the heck out of teachers. So do I. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do. I love. There's something about nannying that just calls to my soul on a special mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Um, well, wonderful. Well, thank you again for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Um, and then let's start talking about holiday bonuses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. I'm leaving this till like after Christmas because I felt like right before um, or the the holiday break, um, we're kind of in the middle of it right now. And I Uh felt like right before there's so much um, emotion Mm -hmm. and tension around this idea. Um, So I thought I would give us just a little bit of distance, (laughs) but it's still it's still on our brain. So what is a holiday bonus? So a holiday bonus, um, it can also be referred to as an end of the year bonus. Mm -hmm. um, Or, you know, a a lot of people do call it a Christmas bonus if they celebrate Christmas. Um, And it's just a a bonus at the end of the year um, as a thank you for a job well done. So it's, you know it's different than a gift because it is something that's earned. Um, this is a professional employment related thing versus, you know, a lot of, a lot of nannies will get, if if parents know about a bonus and all that, which we'll (laughs) get into that, but a lot of nannies will get a bonus and a gift, you know, not, not necessarily an expensive gift, but you know, something from the kids or something, something small. Um, so, you know, these are two separate things. So, a, a holiday bonus is exactly that. Um, you know, I don't know if you've seen Christmas Vacation, but I always <laughs> think of that. You know, yes. he, he gets his he gets his Christmas bonus. He's relying on this Christmas bonus, um, and so which it, it, you should never do. Never rely. No, on a Christmas. Never bonus. rely on it. Don't start spending money you don't have. Yes. <laughs> um. So that that's pretty much what it is. It is something that's earned. Um. And I think that's the key is that remembering that this is a professional thing. This is, you know, almost a part of, you know, part of your salary in terms of something that you you've earned and that you've worked for. Yes, that is a great way to think about it. Um, And so it's typically given um, before you go on a holiday break, Mm -hmm. if you're taking time off for a holiday around the Mm -hmm. end of the year Mm -hmm. um, or just at the end of the year, right? Right, right. And I do know that some nannies I've heard get, you know, they get a bonus at their nannyversary. um, Mm Mm-hmm versus the end of the year. But I, I do think it's most common to get it before. Yes. Going out of town. Most nannies have some time off right between December 25th and January 1st. (laughs) So it usually is given before you head off for a few days off. Yes. Yes. And what is the like kind of normal or expected or industry standard amount? So it's, it is so interesting to me ever since I joined nanny groups, which I didn't, I was, I'm new actually to the nanny groups. Mm-hmm. I didn't join them until 2015. I didn't even me know they neither. existed. Yeah. Um, and I think so, it was 2016 for me. <laughs> I didn't join until 2015. 
And that's kind of when I was like, oh, I'm going to start a blog. Um, but anyway, because <laughs> um, there were so many people, you know, venting about the same stuff I was. So I was like, oh, I'm not alone. Anyway, right. uh, so joining, being in the nanny groups, I see such, it's so varied what people think. Um, and there's going to be lots of nannies who disagree with what I'm about to say um, <laughs> because they've never gotten this. They've never heard of this. And you know, that's fine. But this is the standard. Um, one to two weeks pay mm-hmm. is industry standard for nannies. Um, and, you know, there's many articles backing that up. Um, right. I wrote the article that I did a, a few, a couple weeks ago on it. And I link in there the different articles, even care.com <laughs> is saying it and they kind of lowball on everything. So I'm always like, if care.com is saying it, mm-hmm. then, you know, their babysitter calculator is a little low compared to the rates in each city. Um, so if they're saying that that's standard, um, uh, home pay says it homework solutions, the nanny payroll companies, there, there's so many resources out there and they're all, they all say one, any, any article that I've found out there that does exist on nanny, um, holiday bonuses says one to two weeks salary mm-hmm. or pay. Yeah. Yeah. I get nervous using the word salary just because people get confused. Right. <laughs> we are but, not a salaried position. Whoa. Go listen to the nanny taxes episode. <laughs> but, um, so that is what is the industry standard. Um, and I, you know, I kind of, um, explain it as, uh, even if you have a housekeeper or cleaning lady, even one that comes, you know, once a week or once every two weeks, um, it industry standard, most people know across the board is they get double their pay right before the holidays as a tip. Um, and that's not really necessarily a bonus or not, you know, a full-time employee, but, um, it's kind of the same concept. It's still in, at least this is how I view it. I don't know for sure, but I view it as it's still in the, um, domestic service industry. Right. That is a nanny's probably a lot of nannies don't like to hear that, but that is the, the industry that we're in. It doesn't mean that, you know, we're not doing amazing things and that these roles aren't important, but, our field really falls in the domestic service industry. And I find that that is standard, not just with nannies, the double, you know, so the one, at least one week um, in terms of a bonus. Yeah. That's a great way to think about it. Um, And so uh, should, should a, a holiday bonus be addressed in your contract if it if it's like industry standard and we're we're talking through you know you're you've just started a position <clears throat> maybe it's august a lot of i think a lot of positions start yeah around do. the beginning of the school year um how do you how do you know um if your family's gonna give you one or not you should never expect it. <laughs> but, yeah, you don't know. Um, yeah. There are some um, some families that do offer a guaranteed bonus. I actually had a family one time um, put in the contract that they proposed, you know, mm-hmm. um, a guaranteed bonus. Um, but when I countered with the contract that I wanted, I actually – many people might think I'm crazy. I actually took it out because I was like, well, first of all – the percentage that they put was quite low. And I was like, do they think that's standard? Because it's going to be like real. That's not going to be equivalent to one to two weeks pay. So I don't really want that guarantee. You know, it said right. at least, but I still was kind of like, well, 
And I also just, while it was nice, um, I was countering with some other things that I was wanting, like health insurance and stuff like that. Uh Um, And so I was, I decided to um, take that out um, to show them that I'm, I'm asking for things, but I'm also making concessions and, you know, doing things that are the way I've done them and the way I found them to be done most of the time. So here's my take on it. Again, this is just my, you know, personal I mean, yes, it's a professional opinion, but it's also personal. Right. Um, so there are varying opinions on this. And But um, I will say, say yours is one. coming from a researched place. Yes, yes. So, so uh, this, it will, mine is coming from a research place in, te- in terms of one to two weeks pay. Mm-hmm. In terms of including in your contract, that one seems to be high. I've seen other professionals say, yes, you should have a guaranteed bonus. Um, so this is where this part probably is more my personal opinion. Um, and I do not think that a guaranteed bonus should be included in a contract unless the family presents it themselves, which I know I took it out of my one, but that, that was just because like I said, different reasons I'm negotiating different things. So I wanted to not seem overwhelming. Um, (laughs) but, uh, uh, if a family offers it willingly and they present you with that, then sure, take it, you know, of course, who's not going to, don't, don't pass up a guaranteed bonus. And that's why I want to clarify a guaranteed bonus. I don't think should be something that a nanny negotiates into their contract. I think though that a bonus clause, having a statement in there to clue the parents in on a bonus is something they should be thinking about, um, is fine. And I think it's wise to do so because a lot of parents don't know. Um, You know, but that doesn't, that still doesn't mean a nanny should expect it because, um, there's several components, which I know we're probably getting into that into another question. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm skipping ahead. Oh yeah. No, skip ahead. (laughs) Totally fine. Um, so I, I've seen some, you know, even feedback on the article that I wrote that, you know, it's in, on one hand, I'm saying it's industry standard. On the other hand, I'm saying not to expect it. So which is it? And I can see that that you know, might seem a little conflicting. Um, but here's, here's the way to break it down is it is industry standard, just like guaranteed hours are industry standard, just like two weeks paid vacation are standard. Does that mean that every family offers that? No, No. they may not know they're supposed to offer that. Um, they may not be able to afford to offer two weeks vacation. They may only be able to do one, um, or one week of their choosing one week of the, you know, there, right. there's, there's flexibility in these things that, um, while we need to fight for them for being industry standard, um, and they are, it doesn't take away the fact that it doesn't mean that it's going to happen for every single person or it's possible for every single family. So that doesn't take away the fact that this is the industry standard, but that doesn't mean that you should expect that every family can offer two weeks pay time off, you know? Right. So that's how I look at it with the bonuses is nanny should never expect it, um, for three reasons. And those three reasons are one, they may not have earned it. So Mm -hmm. as I stated earlier, it is not a gift. This is an earned bonus. It's a thank you for a job well done. You worked hard for it and you earned that money. Number two a family may not be able to afford it. They may not be able to afford an extra one to two weeks pay. Um, And, or maybe they have in the past, but then they have a rough year and they're, you know, things are tight. Um, And three, 
a family may not even know it exists, that you're they're, they're supposed to be giving a holiday bonus. So that doesn't make it any less industry standard. That right. just, the, you know, that just means that you shouldn't expect it for those three reasons, in my opinion. Um, so back to the contract. <laughs> I um, do think that it should be included. So we in uh, Nanny Council's contract um, include uh, a bonus statement uh, in the raises, bonuses, and reviews section. Um, and it says um, an additional performance-based raise as well as an end-of-the-year bonus may be offered at family's discretion. So I like this because it clues parents in. It gets them thinking about a bonus if they didn't know that one was supposed to, they were supposed to be thinking about this. Um, if it's in a contract that their nanny has presented to them or that they downloaded off this website, um, then obviously it's something that they should be thinking about. Um, and we include a note section. Um, if anyone has looked at the contract, then you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, mm -hmm. the contract look is at set it. up. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a, a new one in um, 2018 that's um, better and clearer on some sections, and it just looks better. Um, but yes, you go look at it or at least wait or download it in a little bit when we release the 2018 version um, very soon. Anyway, so the way it works is there's each there's each section, and then below, like right below each section is a note about that section that helps explain it. Right. Um, and so the note for the raises, bonuses, and reviews says that holiday bonus is standard. It links different uh, uh, an article about a holiday bonus for nannies, and it tells the parents that standard is between anywhere from one to two weeks salary based on how well the nanny has performed, what the family can afford, et cetera. So um, that I feel like is a really great tool um, because nannies can present this and it's in this contract that they got from the legitimate resource. Um, so they're not coming up with it on their own and it has the resources to uh, show the parents that this isn't just even nanny council saying holiday bonus is standard. It's backed up by other um, reputable you know, sites out there that are also saying the same exact thing. Um, so that's how I think a nanny should include it um, in the contract because I do think there should be that statement. Um, yeah. But when we talk about the guaranteed bonus being in there, um, unless a family offers that, I just, I I don't think, I kind of think it's um, just a little pushy and a little tacky to require, you know, try and negotiate into their, a family to um, be required to give you a bonus when you haven't earned it. You haven't proven that you've earned it. Right, right. Because you can't because you just started. Um, but right. let's say <laughs> you've been with a family for a few years and uh, mm -hmm. they've never given you a bonus and uh, you as a nanny are sitting there thinking to yourself, man, I love this family. I wish that there was a way that I could educate them about a holiday bonus. Is there a way <laughs> to do that tactfully? Or do you, should you just wait for the next <laughs> round on the Ferris wheel? <laughs> um, that's tricky. Um, in my article, I kind of say, you, you, less, you know, now you know more for the next family. Yeah. Um, I think that the only way 
you could do it. Um, and it still could, you know, be a little difficult, but the only way you could do it is when you're going to renegotiate your contract for the year, you know, you could say, hey, there's this really great contract. I mean, it doesn't have to be fine. There's other contracts out there that have it. But, you know, uh, you could present it saying, you know, if it's the same contract you've always used with the family and added in there, but that, that might seem a little weird too, especially if there's not much that you're at. You know, you're just making sure to add in this bonus statement. Right. Um, I almost think it would be better if you just were sitting down to renegotiate or if you've never had a contract. That would be even better. If you didn't, well, it's not good to not have a contract, but if you yes, didn't have one, but... it's even, you know, it's even more like, oh, well, I just want to get this contract. This is what this includes. But if you already have a contract and it's not that thorough or it doesn't include, um, a bonus statement in there that, you know, my only idea is you could sit down with them and say, hey, you know, I just got this really great contract and, I, you know, I would like to us to look it over and maybe include some of it for our, our contract. I feel like this one is really thorough and as we go into this next year together, um, these are some things that, you know, it, it covers some things that we haven't discussed and don't mention the bonus. Um, right. <laughs> but it will be in there. So that's the only way I could see you doing it. Um, but like I said, it's still a little, little risky. <laughs> right. Um, and that, that's a tough position to be in because, um, you know, I can see where you're with a great family and then but it's, it's difficult to know that um, a lot of nannies are getting a bonus and you aren't. But I will say that a lot of times from what I hear and from what I know I would want as a nanny, um, if you're with a family that is otherwise great and you love them and they treat you well, m- most nannies would take that <laughs> over bonus anyway. I mean, we like money, of course, but um, having a family that genuinely respects you and appreciates you is priceless. There's no, you know, value loss. I, it's, it's so, it's for me worth much more than, you know, receiving an entity or bonus. Yes, I completely agree with that. Um, Yeah, don't let this one thing blind you to the blessing that a good family is. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Because it is, yeah, it is such a blessing. And, um, and yeah, I think anyone who's, who's had a number of families uh, of varying degrees knows that it is <laughs> it, to find a family that respects you and that you um, get along with and can communicate with and share child rearing philosophies with uh, is just so, so priceless, like you said. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. And then next time <laughs> uh, you... <laughs> Are, are starting with a new family, then that's something to keep in mind. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I think the idea of potentially renegotiating a contract is good. But like you said, if it's only, if that's the only thing that you're adding, then <laughs> the only thing you're changing all looks so weird. <laughs> yeah. Then just think, would I go up to the family and be like, you need to give me a holiday bonus because that's basically what you're saying. Um, exactly. And if you exactly. if you wouldn't do that to their face, then don't do it in a sneaky you contract. You yeah, do that. you absolutely shouldn't. To be clear, yeah. <laughs> you also shouldn't, you know, you know, like passive aggressively post 
a holiday bonus article for them to see. Right. You shouldn't do that either. <laughs> yes. Um, but if any parents are listening uh, to this yeah. and and are like, oh, oh, uh, then just keep that in mind too, that, that yeah. your, your uh, nanny is probably in a group that is seeing hundreds and hundreds of other nannies getting holiday bonuses. Just right. Keep that in or mind. Or even nannies that they know personally, locally. Yes. Um, and a note to the parents um, is what I, I always tell parents is, um, you know, some parents may not want to give a bonus because they don't get a bonus at their job. And, you know, I understand that. Uh, that can be kind of a tough pill to swallow uh, to think that you would be giving extra money when you're not receiving extra money. Um, but I try to remind parents that every job is different and every job has different standards. So, well, first of all, a lot of jobs out there do get some sort of holiday bonus. Right. Um, but there are jobs that don't. Um, but nannying isn't one of those jobs. It's not supposed to be anyway. Right. Um, and so even if you don't get one, you have chosen to hire someone um, and, you know, be an employer for this field, this profession, nannying. And so it, the right thing to do, as long as you can afford it, um, and as long as your nanny deserves it, is to offer that uh, holiday bonus um, because it is standard for them. Um, and while, yes, there are lots of nannies who don't get one, because of the reasons I mentioned earlier, the three different reasons, um, there are still a bunch that do. Um, and if your nanny, you know, has done a good job, they've worked really hard and they go above and beyond and, um, you know, they, no one, no nanny knows a family's finances. And I always have to remind nannies of that as well. Because a lot of things can be purchased on credit, but I will say I've seen a lot of nannies where they don't get a bonus or they get declined a raise or they get, you know, declined these things. And meanwhile, I mean, the family is, you know, nannies are in the household day, so they see what's being purchased. Right. And so they can start to feel a little resentful. So I always try to encourage parents to, when you're hiring a nanny, to include a one- to two-week holiday bonus budget budget for that Right. Um, when you're hiring a nanny um, because it is something that the parents should be offering if their nanny deserves it and if they can afford it. Yes. Um, and then on that same idea, let's say you are with a family um, that has typically given you a holiday bonus, uh, but then this year they, you know, had a tough year and they've had to tighten their belt and uh, they can no longer financially give a bonus. Um, right. Right. How I mean, this is more for the families than for the nannies, but yeah. how um, how should they potentially go about handling that? Because just not saying anything um, seems tough. Right. <laughs> That's the key. Not saying anything is really the worst thing they can do. Right. Um, and you know, no one likes confrontation. <laughs> and um, so it's not a confrontation. It's not, it doesn't have to be something, you know, negative. It's just no one, some, everyone gets kind of nervous sometimes about having a difficult conversation. Um, but if you don't have it, you're, the nanny is going to be wondering, did I, am, are they not happy with my job performance? 
Um, right. You know, what's going on? I've always gotten um, at least one week pay or two weeks pay, and I didn't get anything. I just got, you know, a small gift, which they appreciate or whatever. Right. Um, the nanny is going to be wondering. Um, you know, just parents need to think about how they would feel at their job if they got a bonus every year and then suddenly they didn't get one. Yes. What would be going through their mind? Would they be frustrated? Because while, yes, you shouldn't expect a bonus, if you have gotten a bonus from your family every single year and you know that you did a good job and you, you weren't lacking in performance, um, you are, you shouldn't be spending that money before you get it. Right. Know? But, like, <laughs> you are you are thinking you're going to get one. And I that's, that's understandable. At positions where I got a bonus every year, and I knew I did a good job, I absolutely was, okay, yeah, I'm going to get a bonus before I leave right. the holiday, and I always did. So if one of those families didn't do it, I would be feeling worried about my job security because yeah. I didn't know if they were happy with me. I would be, you know, so parents really need to think about themselves as employees at their jobs, and if they were getting a bonus, you know, every year and then they didn't get it, what they would want their boss to do for them, which is, I'm sure, talk to them. Just be have open communication and be honest about it, especially the nanny family relationship. It's so unique because it's professional and personal. Mm-hmm. And so you can have, you know, a little heart to heart with your nanny and just say, look, we, if, if, it's, if it has nothing to do with, you know, their performance or anything and it's purely financial, like you just set up this situation that you just described, mm-hmm. like, hey, we want to give you one, but we just, finances are too tight this year and we just absolutely cannot. Um, we don't want you to think that that means you haven't done a good job. We would give it to you if we could. Um, you know, here's here's a gift. If you can't even afford, you know, to, you know, buy them really anything, then, you know, have the kids make some, your, your nanny a card and just really show your appreciation in other ways. Um, yes. And a, a good nanny who respects the family they work for and is going to be understanding that they still may be a little disappointed because right. they, they were wanting some extra money. The holidays are tight for everyone, but they're going to be understanding. They're, they're going to um, appreciate that the the parents were open and honest with them. So the nanny isn't wondering what happened. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um because yeah, it's it it would feel really awful, <laughs> like you said. Um, yeah. And so yeah, like we teach our kids, uh, just use some empathy, uh, and mm-hmm. and try mm-hmm. to put yourself in that position. Um, now, if you are a nanny and you didn't get a holiday bonus, and it was due to um, performance or just you as a nanny uh, have maybe been not going that extra mile lately. Um, how how can you handle that? Uh, I mean, I guess from both sides, like the parents, if they're not right. giving a, a bonus based on work effort, then right. they also need to talk to you about that. <laughs> Yes, yes. If if a parent if they're not giving a bonus due to um, you know poor job performance, again, unless you talk to your nanny about it, they may not. You would think they would know. Oh, I'm not getting a bonus because I haven't been performing well. But it's amazing. Sometimes people 
don't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> um, or even if the nanny suspects it. Again, if you're not giving a bonus and because the nanny is has not earned it, that is a discussion that needs to happen because that means they're not doing their job. Right. Um, and, you know, the nanny, nanny needs to start doing their job <laughs> or else, you know, it might be time to look for a new nanny. Right. So um, that's definitely a discussion that needs to happen. Um, go over, you know, what what their expectations are. This should be detailed in the contract. Um, and, you know, in what areas they have um, not been meeting those expectations and what you'd like to see them work on and stuff like that. Um, because to not tell them, not to not tell your nanny what it is you need them to work on, um, you know, nannies aren't mind readers. So, right. again, where maybe it seems like it's completely um, obvious, um, you know, again, just communicate with them and try to have that open, clear communication so that no one's having to read someone's mind and everyone's on the same page and um, so your expectations are laid out and, uh, you know, the nanny can start meeting those. And for a nanny, if they think they didn't get a bonus um, due to poor job performance, you know, I wouldn't mention the bonus aspect to the parents um, as the reason for, you know, wanting to talk with them. But, you know, if they, if a nanny typically gets a bonus, didn't get a bonus, thinks maybe they, you know, have been slacking a little um, and that's why because they've usually gotten one or it was written to their contract and they were definitely thinking that, that you know, the parents would probably give them something, um, you know, sit, you know, sit down and just, have a check-in. Don't say, hey, I didn't get a bonus. So I'm just wondering if you guys are happy with my job performance. <laughs> um, don't say that. Right. But just, you know, check in to see how everything's going. Is there anything that you, you could be doing better? Um, you know, are they happy with you? Um, you know, just, just a check-in to see if there's anything that you could be doing that you're not already doing or there's something they'd like you to do differently and stuff like that. And yeah, that, and I think I think that, that was the end, way I would approach it. Yeah, the end and the beginning of the year gives kind of a natural uh segue into that of of instead yeah. of saying, you know, I didn't get a holiday bonus, being like I I would love, you know, when when we get back or, you know, you can mention it the first week that you're back. Um I would love to sit down with you and and talk through expectations or or how I can make this year you know even better (laughs) um yes (laughs) and I think encouraging that just that meeting will encourage everyone to review the contract because I also think that both ends you know you don't look at your contract every day (laughs) uh I mean there's stuff in there that you forget (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, it's just for everyone to have to kind of go over that again, because I could see from the parent side, you can also forget what is in the contract and be like, well, of course, them wiping down the counters, you know, is part of whatever. And you're like, oh, actually, that's nowhere in here. And we've never talked about it. They just did it. Right. And so I thought it was expected, you know. Um, Right. Right. So some of those above and beyond gestures can become expectations, (laughs) which we will have an episode about that. (laughs) 
coming job up. Creep. That yes. good old job <laughs> creep. Um, but yes, I think that that provides an opportunity for everyone to just look through and see what's actually in writing and and kind of renegotiate those boundaries. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's definitely a good refresher. That's a really good point. They, you, No one knows everything that's, for the most part, they're not going to remember everything that's in their contract, especially if you have a thorough one. Right. Um, so it's a good reminder for everyone to sit down. And if you haven't, it's just good to have um, occasional check-ins anyway, just to see how everything's going with everyone. Right. Um, this is, you know, part of that open and clear communication and having that ongoing communication um, to reinforce those boundaries and to just work as a team. You're working as a team to um, raise children. So yes. it's important that really everyone is on the same page with everything. And that changes with the kids, you know? I mean, as nannies, we yep. know that kids' ages, as they grow up, responsibilities change. Um, and so, yeah, just yep. talking through all that is a good idea, kind of no matter what. Okay, so let's say that your family uh, has not, like, they haven't given a week paid time off before or two, um, and they haven't given a holiday bonus. Can a week paid vacation be a holiday bonus, or are they two different horses of different colors? Um, I mean you know, traditionally speaking, a, a, a week off is, you know, not the same as receiving um, money in your pocket. <laughs> um, right. But uh, I think that um, sometimes people have to get creative. And, you know, if a family can't financially swing, you know, offering up actual physical money, this goes along with what I was saying in terms of Nannies, you know, should never try to assume or know how much a family, how much money they have based on how they live. Because people could, you know, put a lot of things on credit. Right. Um, so in that regard, a family may not have the means to physically give an extra week pay. Um, and that really is just putting them over the edge and they can't do it. So I think that if a family can't do that, then yes, if they're... I mentioned giving, giving a small gift or a heartfelt, you know, thank you card, <laughs> um, appreciation, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, if a family is able to, you know, maybe they have, um, a, a, a grandma who can come help out occasionally or something like that. And so they can financially give the nanny an extra week off, um, because that's not going to actually cost them anything out of pocket. Um, right. That is a great idea. Is it the same as getting a bonus? No. But again, if, if, if you can't do a bonus, um, you know, a nanny is going to appreciate whatever they can. And I, I appreciate parents who truly are trying um, and they get creative with making sure that their nanny um, is respected and appreciated and valued um, and compensated for, all the work that they do. Yeah. So, um, I think that, and this could be, even if a nanny does get two weeks vacation and for some reason, 
you know, the parents just can't swing a, a bonus that year. Maybe that year the nanny gets a third week vacation or something. So um, while I don't think that's the same as a bonus, um, and it's definitely not the traditional thing, but I'm not here to say, no, you can't, you can't offer that. <laughs> right. Um, you know, by all means get creative. Um, it, 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 but I, I really want to emphasize if you truly <laughs> cannot afford to give an actual, um, money bonus. Right. Yes. The ideal is a money bonus. Yes. <laughs> um, and then if you need to get creative, that's a direction that you could yes. be creative yes. in. Yes. Nannies um, love time off. Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, who doesn't? Everyone paid does. time off. <laughs> yeah, we'll pay time off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Wonderful. Um, and then my last question about this is um, how, how do taxes around mm-hmm. bonuses work? Right. So legally, because um, a bonus is earned – and, you know, the right. employee works for it. It is considered income. And so legally it should be taxed. Um, with that said, many parents opt to do a cash bonus. Um, right. A bonus is taxed at a higher rate. Um, so that's kind of kind of be a low blow to get this great bonus. And then you're like, OK, well, it's actually <laughs> not that that means nannies don't appreciate it. Um, right. And I'm definitely not advertising or advocating for anyone to do anything illegally by any means. I'm all about doing things legally. Um, But I will say that most parents I encounter and most nannies that I know, even when they're paid on the books, they do get a cash bonus. Um, But but if legally speaking, it is supposed to be taxed because it is considered income. And that goes back to what I said at the beginning. It's not a gift. Yes. So just keep that in mind. Uh, legally speaking, do your own research. <laughs> we will, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, we're, we're not tax lawyers. No, I'm not a tax expert or anything. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but well, that is all really good information. Um, and I, I feel more educated. Is there anything else that you would like to add about end of year bonuses or holiday bonuses? I don't think so. Other than, Oh, this is kind of maybe off topic. Um, that's okay. (laughs) Well, it's not off topic. It's about bonuses, but it's kind of related to the groups because it's just, Oh my gosh. It's just such a, it's kind of a stressful time in the Facebook groups because you know, People are posting about it. Then people are getting upset that people are posting about it, you know. And so my my um, kind of take on it is it, I think that nannies who don't get a bonus, it, it, you know, it sucks. <laughs> and yeah. um, to see to see all that um, kind of rubbed in your face. But at the same time, you know, someone wants to share that they were appreciated and they're really excited. So. I see both sides. So um, I think that if as a nanny, you know, you, you don't get one um, and it's really upsetting to you to see nanny's post, which I don't think nanny should post the amount that they get. I think that that's yes. tacky. Yeah, um, I don't but think if they want to ever say no the amount of <laughs> right. money that they're getting on any front. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if they want to share, you know, with the group that they 
they got a bonus and they feel so appreciated and they're so shocked or they're so excited or whatever, um, that they should be allowed to do that. And, you know, I've seen some nannies say, oh, well, they should share that with their actual in real life friends. And, um, you know, easier said than done. Some nannies really are connected to these groups and this does, these are their friends. And so they, they get a lot of support and they want to share it. So I kind of think that everyone needs to be conscientious and considerate of the other, the other person. And, you know, nannies that do get a bonus want to share, be as tactful as possible and not like you're rubbing it in and don't say an amount. Nannies that, you know, don't get one, you know, I see their comments and they're like, it's not standard. I've never received one. And I'm like, okay, well, um, you know, and kind <laughs> you of like also don't need to attack. Parade, yeah. raining on someone's parade. And I kind of think, okay, this is that bothersome to you. Maybe you should, um, you know, scroll past or if it's that difficult that you can't scroll past then maybe you know take a break from the Mm -hmm. Facebook groups right around the holidays um so it just it's I I see both sides um and that's why I think both sides kind of need to um you know just play nice (laughs) yeah and and that philosophy of if you don't have anything nice to say just don't say anything at all um I think that applies to many many areas of the internet yes (laughs) um that we would all do better yes Um, and we all can do better uh so yes that is also very helpful is that you know this is a difficult time of year and uh for a lot of people for a lot of reasons so just be kind always choose kindness Mm-hmm. Um. Well, wonderful. Well, um, Brooke, please share how people can access Nanny Council, the types of resources that you provide, because uh, this is a nanny resource podcast and you have a wonderful resource. Yeah. So um, honestly, you can go to nannycouncil.com. And it's C O U N S E L, mm-hmm. um, and it's there. There's tons of articles on there. Um, the most recent one is the um, holiday bonus one. Um, but if you scroll down, or there's a search bar, um, mm-hmm. you can search. Um, you know, when families go on vacation and don't take their nanny, or when families do take their nanny on vacation, or guaranteed hours versus salary, um, overtime. Um, how not to respond when your nanny calls in sick. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> um, to the parents. A lot of them are kind of geared toward parents there. They have like shout outs to nannies on ways to advocate for yourself and some tips, but it's a lot of it is resources that hopefully, you know, nannies can use, um, either to gain courage and gain information to present something to a family or can send them the article directly if it's not too snarky. Right. And uh, there's a free contract on there. Like I said, um, in 2018, we're releasing a new version um, that will be updated and everything. Um, And if you go under the four nannies tab, uh, uh, I do coaching. Um, If you're trying to figure out how to negotiate a raise or um, how to address job creep with your employers or um, how to redo your resume and portfolio. Um, we actually offer, um, you know, a complete kind of package of doing your resume and creating a packet for you to help market yourself, um, for applying for positions. Um, and then 
like I said, we also do um, placements. And so if you know of any families that are looking, um, we're a really great agency to go through because um, as a nanny myself, and once you look at the blog, you'll see um, I'm a super, super uh, nanny advocate. Um, that doesn't mean that I take advantage of parents by any means. I'm very fair. Um, but because I am such a nanny advocate, um, there's, there are really great agencies out there, um, that do things well, like the ones I worked with when I got my first jobs that I, you know, I got everything I deserved, but there are agencies out there that will do kind of anything to make a placement. And that's not how we operate by any means. Um, so we expect a lot of the families so that a nanny is treated well. So those are kind of the things you can look at on the website. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. We have a Facebook group, but it is open for parents, nannies, agency owners. It's a, you know, it's not one of the quote unquote private nanny groups, but they're not really private guys. Don't post anything you wouldn't want your bosses to see in any of those groups. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what uh, we offer, what we have. And if you just go to nannycouncil.com, um, you'll find everything. Awesome. Yes. So if you are uh, listening um, and like you're driving or you can't write it down and you have a brain like I do and immediately forget a lot of things, uh, you can also visit Chronicles of Nania and I will put a link. Okay. So we end each episode with a fun, uplifting, cute, touching story um from nanny kids and brooke has brought one for us yeah um so um my one of my earlier nanny positions um it was actually my first full-time position um i worked for a family with a little girl she was 16 months um when i started and she um had some a lot of developmental delays um she couldn't walk which not all 16 month old walk but it was it was clear and it was diagnosed so she didn't crawl properly she did an army crawl um she did w sitting um had torticollis and so um she she had a lot of different things going on um and but she was the sweetest Mm -hmm. sweetest most special child i've i've ever met Um, she was so articulate, um, and so smart. And I know nannies and parents always say that like, oh, they're so smart. They're so, she really was, she really was. Um, and she just, she had, she had empathy. That's what I would always, I was like, how does she, it's like, she knows that I'm, you know, feeling upset about something. I mean, she was 16, 18 months old and this little girl, I swear had empathy, Um, and so anyway, she couldn't walk and, you know, her parents were great, um, and, you know, amazing about it. And we, I took her to physical therapy twice a week, Mm -hmm. um, and then would work with her on exercises at home every day. I mean, there was a lot involved. Um, and what's kind of ironic is that her parents ran marathons. Oh yeah. So they are marathon runners. This is a huge part of their lives. And then their daughter, you know, can't, can't walk. Um, and so, uh, we worked really hard and, um, she, I always tell people, you know, it, the physical therapy 
was hard. She would have to, you know, walk while holding someone's hand, which was even hard for her. And so when we would do physical therapy, a lot of times she would be crying through it. Um, and the, her physical therapist said, you know, it's because it's, it's literally like a workout for her, you know, right? Yeah. Her muscles are sore. Sometimes her legs would be shaking, you know, imagine doing like a wall sit for a long time. I mean, that's not what she was doing, but her but muscles yeah, that's were the so level. sore. And so anyway, she would, but even through her tears, she, you know, would keep doing, and even though she was like 18, 20 months, you could, you could reason with her. You'd say, mm-hmm. okay, well you have to do it two more times and then we're done. And she would, she knew what that meant and she would go ahead and just suck it up and do it. Um, and she would constantly talk about wanting to run like mommy and daddy. And, um, it, there was just, even though she was so little, she understood that she couldn't walk and that she wanted to. Um, and so I sadly left earlier than I didn't have ever wanted because this happened to be the transition where I got offered this really great job in Los Angeles that I couldn't pass up. Right. Um, it, it launched my nanny career really into the professional level. And so it was pretty upsetting. It was the hard, one of the hardest positions I've ever left. Um, and she wasn't walking by the time I left, but she was doing pretty well. Um, but within a year after I left less than that time, I think, um, she started walking. We didn't know if she ever would walk. Like, yes, we were doing the physical therapy, but she, she couldn't, it's hard to describe her. She didn't even have the balance. Like she didn't have the core muscles. I mean, she really, she really couldn't, couldn't, she couldn't even stand without falling over. So that's how, that's how bad it was. Um, and so she started walking and now she plays soccer. That is such a sweet story. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for being here. And uh, thank you guys at home for listening. We'll see you next week. Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.